Happy Friday. Good morning, Fort Oaks Church. Pastor Paul here. It is November 19th, if you can believe it. And this is called Romans Rewind. This is where we take 5, 10, 15 minutes every weekday to unpack a portion of the book of Romans. This is running parallel to our series, sermon series on Sunday mornings at Four Oaks called Rags to Righteous. Obviously, Romans is such a deep, um, penetrating, theological, rich work. Can't cover it all on a Sunday morning, so we pick out themes and verses and ideas and kind of talk about them here. And we are in Romans 5, and before we dive in today, I, it just occurred to me that this coming Sunday um, is going to be the last sermon in Romans before the holiday season. And so we're going to have, um, uh, of course, next week is Thanksgiving, and then the following Sunday, we're going to start our uh, four-week Advent or five-week Advent series as we move up and through Christmas Eve, and, and then we'll have a couple of other sermons um, related to uh, New Year's sorts of themes, and then we won't be getting back into Romans until after the New Year, in fact, into, into early to mid-January. So all of that to say, I didn't really realize it, but this, this morning is going to be our last devotional um, until after the New Year when we start Romans back up again. So this will be a chance for all of us to catch our breath and get a little break. I do want to forecast for you that um, in December, we're going to be uh, having an Advent series called Isaiah and the Incarnation. And we'll be looking at selected passages from Isaiah. It'll be a rich time, love Advent season, love the Christmas season, but we'll have this time on hiatus. So we'll be, we'll be we'll putting the mothball, putting this in mothballs for a while, and then resurrecting it after the new year when we start our Roman series back. And so just wanted to give you the heads up on that. Uh, this will be our last time for a little while. Um, but we'll be back after the new year, rip raring to go. And I thought I would use this last um, session here to forecast this Sunday's uh, message and to, 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 to get you thinking and chewing on a few things. Okay, so we've been talking about the blessings of justification. We've been talking about how access to God and peace with God and, and suffering with Christ um, through the will of God, how these are all things that God gifts us as believers. And this coming Sunday, uh, in Romans 5, um, we're going to be looking at the theme of love and how love lies at the heart of all these things that God is doing in and through us. And let me read, I'm going to start in verse 5 and read our um, section of scripture we're going to be in this Sunday. And hope does not disappoint, or hope did not put us in... Well, let's just start over, shall we? Okay, here we go. <laughs> all right, let's start in verse 3, chapter 5. Not only that, but we rejoice in our sufferings, knowing that suffering produces endurance, and endurance produces character, and character produces hope. And hope does not put us to shame, because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit, who has been given to us. Now look in verse 6. For while we were still weak, at the right time, Christ died for the ungodly. For one person will scarcely die for a righteous person, though perhaps for a good person one would dare even to die. But God shows his love for us and that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Since therefore we have now been justified by his blood, much more shall we be saved by him from the wrath of God. For if while we were enemies, we were reconciled to God by the death of his son, much more now that we are reconciled, shall we be saved by his life. More than that, we also rejoice in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have now received reconciliation. So one thing I just want to point out 
as as you ponder on this text and prepare for Sunday as we're unpacking it together, um, is this idea of the lesser to the greater. And Paul is writing to a people just like us who, while having salvation, often doubt, often struggle with with assurance, often struggle with this idea of God. I believe you're true, but but am I a believer? Is this true for me? And Paul takes us on a on a on a on a on a journey here, where he says, first of all, um, Jesus died for you while you were yet sinners. God reconciled you to Him while you were still enemies. Um, and Paul's point is that if God does that, did that then, okay, in sending His Son Jesus to die for us. How much more will he be able to save us now that we belong to him and raise us up to glory with Christ? And so it's it's a it's a less than to greater than argument. So let me give you another example. So look at verse 10. For if while we were enemies, we were reconciled to God by the death of his son, so that was past. Now it's but now, much more now that we are reconciled, shall we be saved by his life? And this is what John Piper refers to as future grace, right? This is the sense of which we don't just merely look to the past for our assurance that Jesus died for us, that he gave himself up for us, that we were enemies, but yet he laid his life down for us. And that is certainly true. We ought to meditate on it. But yet, where does our confidence lie? Does it not lie in the fact that God who did this thing in the past and is working in us now will do something just as great in the future. Yes, he will. He will raise us to newness of life. He will give us eternal life. He will not abandon us to Sheol. And what a great hope and promise that that this is as we enter this Advent season, right? The season of Advent is one of, of expectancy, of hope, of looking towards um, the Savior who needs to come and free us from the the bondage of sin and the and the darkness that sort of lays over this life. And he can do this because he is the son of God. This same son of God who laid his life down for those who were his enemies and came into the world to do that, don't need to worry about their future. Don't need to worry about their, their eternal salvation. Don't need to worry about their souls. Because if God died for you when you were still his enemy, how much more? Now that you are a friend of God, will he save you? Will he come back for you? Will he raise you? Will he, will he unite your life to his in the life to come? Folks, what, a, what an incredible encouragement I think that is for us um, as we face uncertain seasons culturally and maybe in our own lives, relationships, um, illness, death. There's so much that's uncertain, so much that is that that is like sand, but Jesus Christ is the solid rock. And he who gave himself up for us while we were his enemies, how much more? Of course, he's going. He's never going to leave us. He's never going to desert us. He's always going to be there for us because we are his people, not because of our goodness, but because of his greatness and his love for us. So that's, that's going to be our passage this week. It's going to be a great launching off passage into... Um, our Advent series in the book of Isaiah. And so this will be our last time here for a little while, but we'll be sure to be back after the new year when we start our Roman series back up. And we look forward to it then. In the meantime, if we can do anything to help you serve you, let us know. You can email me at paul.gilbert at God bless. 
and have a great holiday season. Let's pray. Lord, we look forward to expectancy when faith shall be sight, when you are not only with us in spirit, but you are with us face to face. And so, Lord, give us hope, give us encouragement this season. Lord, we ask that you would direct our hearts and minds to you this season. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thanks, everybody.